Green Visions, Green Ideas. Welcome to today's episode with Oliver Niebuhr as a guest and Katharina Ruban on the microphone. We, t we thank all good speakers for their support. We introduce you today to, a charis to charismatic leadership and how this influences sustainable behavior in a company or an institution. Welcome, Oliver. Glad you're here. Yes, <laughs> thanks a lot, Katharina. Uh, I know that I'm normally on the other side of the microphone, but it's an interesting experience to be on this side here today and, and to say something about charismatic leadership. Yeah, so thanks a lot um, for having me today. Yeah, I try to fulfill my, uh, my role as good as I can. Um, so you want to explain us a little bit about charismatic leadership and what this is. And actually, I think you will also have to uh, explain us what you understand as charismatic, because uh, everybody might have their own idea on, on this subject. Yes, of course. And indeed, the term charisma is actually a very fuzzy thing. And there are many different def um, definitions and everyday concepts flying around. So it's definitely good um, to start with some kind of um, scientific definition, let's say. And actually, charisma is not a scientific concept for a very long time. Um, so we do conduct um, research on charisma now for perhaps 40, 50 years um, at, um, at most. And before that, um, charisma was just something that people are basically born with. And everybody has either charisma or has not charisma. Uh, and in the current understanding, charisma is nothing that you have, but something that you do. So it's, a, um, it's something that you can measure, that you can see, that you can feel, or something that you can hear, of course, also. Um, and this is one of the biggest um, changes in the way people look at charisma nowadays. Uh, and we define it in the sense of three pillars uh, of three different traits that you have. One of them is uh, competence. The second one is self-confidence. And the third one is passion. And all these three things together constitute a person's charismatic impact on the audience in the sense that competence triggers trust. So listeners tend to trust in, um, in charismatic people. Self-confidence is associated with motivation. And passion is associated um, with something like inspiration and commitment. And all these things together then cause an effect that charismatic leaders are able to make people do, think, or act in a certain way without forcing them to do so. So the, um, the key thing of charisma is that you have an influence on people without, without using um, social hierarchies, um, authority, dominance or something. This is what distinguishes charismatic people from other people. Okay, I understand. This sounds all very logic. On the other side, I can still remember there are people like, for example, in school, if you remember your teachers, some just had the authority and others didn't. Yeah, of course. Um, well, it's getting very complicated here also in the way people do or do not show authority. So teachers will either show that they have an authority, and this is a different type of leadership in the sense, or they show that they are charismatic, and then they can make students do what they want to do without having to show authority. So this is the crucial difference between charismatic leaders and non-charismatic leaders. And for example, Donald Trump, 
uh, in this respect would potentially not be perceived um, as a charismatic leader or would not um, be, be classified, at least not in the first place, as a charismatic leader because he's normally relying on concepts like dominance and um, and authority. And this is a different kind of leadership that we're talking about. True, very true. Yeah, thank you. So um, you read a lot of... Uh, papers about this charismatic leadership and what do they have in common? What can we learn from them? Oh, a lot. <laughs> Actually, a lot. Um, charisma is a term that is of growing importance because people use, for example, um, the social media channels more and more. And what they want to do is to get attention. And what they want to do is to have an impact. Uh, and both is very much is, um, associated with being a charismatic person. And if, for example, if we are talking about podcasts, uh, what we are mostly talking about is the voice. And the voice is also what we are doing um, the research in um, at SDU. Also because the voice is actually the strongest element. So if we, as I said, if we signal competence, self-confidence and passion, of course, we can do this through our words. We can do this through our clothes um, and age, of course, body size, all this plays a role. But the voice is actually one of the strongest elements that we have um, to have a charismatic impact on people. And therefore, we also focus on the voice. But there are not so many papers, if we are talking about charismatic leadership, for instance, not so many papers that are specifically on the voice. And even fewer papers if we look at green and sustainability leadership. So there's a different There's a bit of a gap, uh, and we also want to fill this gap within our own research agenda at SDU. Maybe there are not so many leaders that are into sustainable development. Yeah, I, this might be one thing. And um, we are basically, well, it is our, it is part of our task, I think, and part of our educational role to create those leaders and to sensitize them for green behavior. And I think the... For example, what we have done also at SDU is that we have um, in Sonderborg in 2019, we have had this kind of youth summit and it was unfortunately not possible to have it again in 2020 due to the COVID crisis. But in 2019, um, we did charismatic leadership training for these young people so that they can, with their ideas, basically convince um, the adults, the actual decision makers for a more sustainable for a greener behavior. So it's also important, we as an educational institution, that we take care of, um, of making the young people more charismatic so that they can attract the attention that they de um, deserve. This is part of our and, agenda. Uh, so what do you teach these young youngsters? Uh, how should they behave? And Well, the, there are actually quite a few things. What we did in this youth summit, for instance, is we had a out of, of a four hours course where we have analyzed and trained people's voices, where we looked at also body language and how body language and voice are connected. Basically everything that is connected to what is called a strong delivery. So a strong on-stage performance. This is what we try to, um, to practice, try to train, also because it gives people additional self-confidence if they feel that on stage that they get a good feedback um, from the audience, for instance. Um, therefore, it's very important uh, that they know these very basic, but also very critical skills. Okay. 
And uh, you you observed uh, now for this charismatic leadership that's uh, been investigated in, in all countries around or in many countries around the world and they all uh, observe the same things or is there any differences in China compared to here or? The point is, um, I think that they are not so big differences and that the whole research that is done in the area of, let's say, sustainable charismatic leadership are actually pretty new. So if you go back, papers on charisma itself date back to the 50s, papers on charismatic leadership uh, and um, concepts also compared to other types of leadership perhaps date back to the 70s. And if we look at, let's say, um, experimental and empirical research that is specifically on charismatic behavior, then we are talking about 10 or 20 years ago. And um, for the sustainability, the papers there are basically at most five years old. So um, basically a lot of research needs to be done uh, in this area. I would say that we just started uh, looking at how charismatic leadership can shape, can influence and can trigger um, greener behavior. And most of the studies that have been done so far are how charismatic leaders in a company can influence their employees to also show greener behavior. This is um, the most, so, yeah, the largest type to, of paper. To get uh, concrete with this, what should they do? <laughs> um, that's difficult to generalize, um, also because it's basically case studies about different companies. But in a way, what we are talking about, or what the papers show is that being the leader is not enough. So if, if just being the leader plus showing environmental friendly behavior does not make the employees automatically also show greener behavior. There have to be different kind of things that have to come on top. And one of them is, for instance, that the leaders themselves have to be convinced about what they are doing. And the other thing is that they also have to be charismatic. And this is where the point charisma comes in. As you say, to, to be... Um... To convince your employees, then you you should be a role model. You should be um, totally engaged in what you're doing. And then to communicate this, this means also that you have to give a lot of your own perspectives. Uh, you, you have to, um, to publish it. You have to uh, show people here, see, that's how I do the things. Um, to, Yeah, and encourage them to do the same. Uh, that might not be very uh, good for everybody. Yes. Um, so, well, there are two things, I think. There are two points that come into play here. The one, um, the first one is that the implication of these studies is that if you want to bring about a change towards sustainability, you have to start with the leader. So you have to start with the top level. So that it then can basically go all the way down to to the other lower levels of a company. This is more successful than starting at the bottom and just hoping that, that it actually also reaches the top. This, this does not really seem to work so well according to uh, the papers, to the few papers admittedly that have been done so far on this topic. And the other implication is basically, it is not the case that it is um, so much about the leaders actively communicating what they are doing they only have to be perceived 
as charismatic people because people want to imitate what charismatic people do. So I don't have to necessarily tell my employees, see, this is what I'm doing and you please have to do the same. It is enough that I'm being perceived as a charismatic person through all the other things that I'm communicating to my employees and stuff. And if I'm then showing a sustainability friendly behavior, my employers will also do it because they want to imitate me as a role model. This is the important thing. So if leaders are charismatic and if they are convinced to act sustainably, then also the others will follow without I'm explicitly having to do and instruct. This sounds like a good recipe and I think it's a perfect final statement for our episode today. Thank you very much. Maybe one more thing, you actually offer courses in, in charismatic speech. I mean, we should mention this and that's also in connection with this company that uh, all good speakers that's supporting us. So uh, maybe yeah, you, you just want to mention this uh, briefly. Yes, right. Um, so um, All Good Speakers actually is a spin-out or is a spin-off company uh, of SDU. has been founded uh, about three years ago and we are, I think I'm not exaggerating if I say that we are one of the world leading service providers of charismatic leadership training in terms of the voice, especially one of the main things. And we are potentially the only ones who can measure from the, from the acoustics of speech um, how charismatic people are, how carefully they are actually articulating, also um, how tall they are sounds. Sometimes people want to sound a bit taller than they actually are. It can also help in this. So there's a lot of things that we can do um, related to giving people's ideas, um, giving people's um, opinions and plans the attention um, that they deserve based on the voice that they use. Excellent. We put the link in the podcast again, <laughs> yeah. as usual, and people can look it up. Thank you very much, Oliver, for today. Thanks for having me, Katarina. Of course. Great pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.